middle-aged mama studios on the first day of spring in Austin, Texas, if this show has everything. Grab a glass of mandatory book club wine as we discuss some tomes that are truly not important, part no wisdom, yet we love nonetheless. Joining me in this trip down literary lane, I have three of my favorite friends to the north. Starting with one of our masterminds from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Bright, Minnesota, it's Anne Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Hi, Hillary. When do we get to talk dirt about our husbands? Uh, oh, I mean, that's like... Give me a second glass and like we're, we're there. Don't worry about it. I'll get there. I'm ready. <laughs> a little to the east in Michigan slash Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan. It's the other mastermind, Meredith, the MBH Van Harm. Hi, Meredith. I like still, I like know how your name is spelled mm-hmm. and pronounced, but yeah. I said Harm. No, I know. Nobody, it's okay. I don't know what it is about this name, but it's cursed. Only Bear gets it correct. Yeah. So I sent a picture to you guys in the chat this morning. Bear got a letter in the mail. <laughs> Addressed very properly to Bear Van Harn, space and everything. So anyway, that's my life. Animal rights. Uh, And finally, from Day Job (laughs) Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, it's a field marshal, Bobby Pape. Hi, Bobby. Hi there. I'm going to sign Bear up for the Columbia CD Club. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wonder if they still have them. I wonder if we could get a social security number for him. Start opening up credit in his name. Oh, baby. Get that that dependent stimmy money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as usual, we'll do some small talk, some medium talk. Tishi recommends fuck the Amazon plug of the week, um, <laughs> housekeeping, and how you can get involved. More on that and, later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, I accidentally typed "booby take us into the small talk," <laughs> <laughs> and I kept it because it made me laugh. Thirty-five years, and someone has finally figured out that my name sounds like booby. <laughs> I did it. I would like to point out that last night in the uh, Tishi chat, which is just where we sort of kibitz about life and plan the shows and whatever, uh, it's not particularly glamorous, but um, one of you got hit with an additional mammogram bill. Uh, yes. Uh, I think, believe that was Christy. So yeah. I think Christy and I are now about equal as far I mean, actually, I think maybe she owes more than I do. So yeah, American uh. Madison. Well, my joke of the night is that Phyllis wrote BOO, B-O-O in all capital letters, and then I wrote BS because it's BS, but together <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh, no, I didn't either. I thought you were just saying it was bullshit, like the whole well, situation, it which it is. Oh, Bobby, yeah. you but- were working on multiple levels. We just there with you. There. Oh, you. Sorry. The thirteen-year-old of me was very proud. <laughs> I Always the best jokes that you have to explain. Yeah, yes, exactly. fact. I'll write it upside down on a calculator next time. <laughs> Uh, we've got a lot of small talk here, uh, some exciting things. Uh, but first, uh, a very important installment in my segment, Bobby Eats It So You Don't Have To. This week, 3D Ritos, 3D Doritos, which should be called 3 Doritos, right? I, I've been yeah. pondering this for about the last 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. 3 Doritos. 3 But it does sound like there's more than three of them. Right. 3 Doritos. They're so 3D that there's only three that can fit in a bag. Right. Now, I'm a little confused because, technically speaking, regular Doritos are also in three dimensions. (laughs) Are they, though? As somebody who's eaten my fair share of Doritos through the years, uh, and uh, someday we'll put it on the poll between uh, Original and Cool Ranch, which one are better, but we saw these in the store, and I just thought to myself, I feel like it's my calling to try new snacks and 3D Doritos are not brand new. They did exist in the past in other iterations. I don't remember them from the past. You don't remember the Carmen Electra commercial where she, like, catches them in the air in her mouth? 
Oh, that's right. That did happen. That was a thing that we did as a society. Yes. Yep. It was, was a, Super a Super Bowl, Bowl? commercial. Yeah. 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 I'm Googling now with Carmen Electra 3D Doritos. Sexiest Super Bowl commercials of all time is the first thing that comes up. Well, I haven't thought about Carmen Electra in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me neither. How old is Carmen Electra now? No offense was to that age, her? You know? Did I get the name right? I think it was her. I think it or was it was her. Allie. Um, Allie Landry or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Cut all, all of these like early 2000s. Like, bombshell. Beautiful yeah, right. women. Posters I would have had up in my bedroom. It was yeah. Allie Landry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing oh, okay. anything. Doing backflips around a laundromat while eating Doritos for an audience yes. of shocked men. Yep. I knew <laughs> I there was that. a laundromat in there. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. Doritos. Yeah, what I was about to say is uh, if I was the kind of kid who was, A, cool enough to have, uh, oh, I'm watching this commercial now on, oh, that's right, it flies into her face <laughs> oh, and she just, home and yep. then turns around and swings her ass at these guys. Because Allie Landry, for sure, eats many, many Doritos. That oh, yeah. Is oh, that yeah. That's the thing sure. about I those. Mean, and... That's the kind of girl you want. The one who's, like, super skinny with huge boobs who eats a lot. She's not like other girls. She's not like the Reagan. She's a cool girl. Yeah. I I know this is just a, a slight adjustment on Hillary's I'm a cool aunt take. So. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, they were two for six at Stop and Shop, so I went ahead and got a bag of the um, chili cheese nacho and the other oh. flavor, which is the God. spicy ranch. Now, Oh, Bobby, what are you doing <laughs> to your body? My my first instinct was a disappointment. You know, in looking at these closely, I did not realize they are not the same flavors as traditional red and blue Doritos. Now, um, I've tried both of these, and that was my exact feeling too right i I want the cool ranch because i cool ranch yeah i love cool ranch and it's not that it's like hot ranch (laughs) because and it's not in my opinion that's not as good so the question here i guess that i have about cool ranch is what kind of cool are we talking about is this temperature cool or this is this is like Fonz cool, like right. wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Sunglasses, backward ball cap. Yeah. Cool. Flying around a laundromat. Cool. Yeah. Cool Ranch Doritos coming on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and these are spicy, and I had a hard time eating more than like four because it was getting like too hot. Right. So there is a picture uh, in our Slack channel of I I presented these in a bowl. Uh, a little ice cream dish so that I would have sort of a sample of both of them out so you can see the texture and the shape. Um, if we don't come up with a better show picture, this can be the show picture. If I can figure sure. out a way to Photoshop these flying into a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. um, the spicy ranch, um, is that flames coming out of them? <laughs> is there, is they're there on a, fire. Oh, no, they're on fire. Is there a, are these like bugles or they're solid? They do look like bugles. You know what? The, I think they look like, yeah, they look like bugles, but you can't put them on your fingers. They're closed. Right. They're okay. closed, closed system. Bugles, which, which means they've ruined the worst part but of the are they, yeah. are they hollow on the inside? Yes, they, they are. are. Okay. It's not a very satisfying, uh, I don't know. I did. I just didn't like them very much. Is it a right. good crunch, or do they like sort of dissolve into powder? They're they're a good crunch. They don't dissolve. They're actually, I think, a little too thick and a little too rigid. Oh, yeah, they have the, the potential to cut your mouth. Like they're Captain a little crunch. bit Captain Crunchy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the overall review is you can skip them. <laughs> I was what did unimpressed. you think about the flavor? Like, which one did you like better? I liked the chili cheese nacho better. 
But I didn't like either of them more than any regular Doritos. That's yeah, just so much going on. I, Chili cheese nacho. I, my brain can't process it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and of course, because they're empty, they're hollow. So the uh-huh. bag actually doesn't have all that many in them. And it's it's not that hefty. It's a could small you, bag, too. Could you slice the tops off to expose the interior and then fill them? Like hmm. a little pita or something. Like what kind of, cream cheese what kind or something. Of Michelin star appetizer <laughs> chef for you. I think they're too brittle for that. I think they'd probably crack. They'd apart. crumble. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, if you could like laser off mm-hmm. one side of mm-hmm. the, the 3D triangle. Could you dip them in chocolate to provide Ugh. the structure and then slice Gross. the top off? And then serve shots out of them? Yeah, you could. <laughs> Here's a here's a fireball shot served in a 3D Dorito. This 3D is like chocolate dipped Dorito. Yes. I don't I don't watch this show because it stresses me out too much. But like on Chopped, you know, you have to take something that's like shitty or whatever and make uh-huh. it. Oh yeah. Like just like you gotta change gourmet. over the yeah. yes leeks, cream cheese, peppercorns, <laughs> 3D Doritos, <laughs> cotton <A> candy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Anne, I, thinking of models and these, I would like to see you throw a handful of these in the air for the cover of our next yes. <laughs> Which, that is a great photo, by the way, Anne. You look great oh, in that. Man. And that's a very yeah. good... If you haven't seen it yet, uh, listeners, uh, T-Shears, go, go to the Facebook page and go see the... It's the show photo from the last episode. Uh, Anne's star turn. That was quite the thing. <laughs> so uh in summary bobby eats it so you don't have to and apparently meredith does as well three doritos pass i ate it because whenever there's a new whenever i go to the store i have to now keep my eyes peeled for any sort of new dorito situation and if there is one i need to buy it and let gregory have one because he needs to at least <laughs> sure. have tried it but he can't eat a whole bag of these or he'll die so oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's now on me to finish these I think what's telling is that I have little to no self-control with salty snacks, and these bags lasted the better part of a week in our Mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. Whereas I could eat a family-sized bag of regular Doritos, like... With a with a TV marathon and the lights down and the shades pulled, yeah. that that won't last more than one night. I mean, that's I'll just be a an orange fingered sticky mess by the time I'm done. These did not have that effect on me. Bobby, looking at the picture, are we sure they're called three Doritos? Because this looks like it's they're called Doritos 3D. Well, which no, is I'm marginally better. Right? No, I'm saying they should be called three Doritos. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. I'm doctor doctoring this. So. <laughs> All right. You're punching yeah. it up. I get so. it. I get it. Uh, uh, and so that's it for three Doritos. So until next time in this installment, next time I see a ridiculous snack, I will let you all know. Good. Good. Um, Hillary, your segment here just says Hillary travels with children. So my first question is why? Oh, because I'm a glutton for punishment and occasionally a nice wife. So as um, previously discussed when Hillary just like, ran her mouth for an hour and a half um, about my journey to Nashville and trying to get back during the snowpocalypse. Dave was at home with the kids. It was only supposed to be two days, but then it turned out to be a week. Um, And, you know, with no water, intermittent power. So I, the kids have spring break this week, which whatever. Okay. Um, They had a week off like two weeks ago, but fine. Um, So they had spring break. Obviously we hadn't really planned anything. So I just decided, you know what? My parents are both vaccinated. My kids hadn't seen my parents since June. 
so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take them up there. We can spend a few days there. Um, and I let Dave um, stay home because I was like, you know what? I mean, he loves my parents, but I was like, you don't need to go for this. We're not really doing anything. We're just going to see my parents. You can have, you know, a couple of days to just hang out and do whatever you want. I'm not expect. I'm not like giving you a task list. Like you just hang relax of course he's dumb I love him but he's dumb and scheduled like he had to get a last a wisdom tooth removed on Monday so it wasn't like exactly a relaxing time for him but regardless he made his choices so I drove with the kids on the worst road in America I-35 from Austin to Dallas I hate it so much it's terrible it's terrible. I have feelings about every part of it. Like I have emotional <laughs> responses to every part of it. I know Did you, you at least stop at Bucky's or for Kalashes? Kalachis. Um, uh, yes, yes. Kalachis, okay. excuse me. So I did stop at Bucky's, but only because Bridget was like, Mommy, I need to go to the bathroom. Otherwise, I would not have uh, stopped there because I'm like a bitch when I drive. It's three hours. I'm like, let's just go. Like, we can just power through. Like, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Also, there's a lot of germs going in and out of those Bucky's uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. And the line was really long. It moved fast, but the line was really long. And it was, you know, since our stupid, our stupid governor decided to do the no mask mandate you can definitely tell like in austin and dallas there is still a mask mandate so it's largely has unaffected me but in temple texas they're like hell yeah Mm -hmm. so you can see the people you know i would say a large majority were still wearing masks um but there were definitely some that were not i'm like you guys are fucking idiots what is wrong with you why wouldn't you just wear a mask i don't i don't think i've seen a person without a mask on in michigan like i don't think ever it's it's so stupid Anyway, the only problem with travel, my kids are, they annoy the hell out of me, but they're generally good kids, um, except that ideally I would just give them an iPad and be like, okay, just stick your nose in this until, you know, we get to Dallas. But they both get car sick. So it's just kind of Ugh, managing that. Fun. And I'm very unsympathetic to people getting car sick because I never did. I like, I could read a book in the back and be like, whatever. It's pure so like, misery in their defense. It really sucks. Uh, I know. And I've, you know, now I'm so scared because they have thrown up so many times in that car. And I, every single time <laughs> they throw up and then I have to like go get it detailed. And, you know, it's $200. It's just a pain. And I, I was trying to be a really nice mom and not like lose my shit. So that poor detail uh, shop, this, this, uh, this brutal. minivan's rolling up and they're like, they're oh, like no, oh no, it's her no. again. The puke ladies here. Oh, again. Oh, <laughs> car. oh no. And so many times it'll be like an hour outside of Austin and I just hear like, and I'm like, <laughs> Do you have like bag? Like, do you have a container prepared? Uh, this time, okay. this time I had like all. Well, it's funny, Rory. Like, uh, we made it puke free. That's the spoiler alert. I, on the way back, it was a little dicey. Like, you know, we had to stop twice before we hit. There's a split before we hit the split, and I was like, "There's no way we're making it back." But there was one time I had a plastic bag, like a plastic. You know, grocery bag or whatever and Rory was sticking his head in it and I was just like this is so 70s right now and then he like stuck it like over his head and I'm like maybe maybe don't do That's that he's not- like I feel like I'm gonna throw up though um anyway they made it Th- that was the most treacherous time by far my kids are now the age where you know I don't I can take them by myself in some places and I'm not like oh god this you know this is crazy because they're gonna run off or you know I'm or I can like leave them alone downstairs in my parents' house and they're not going to go crazy. But uh, but yeah, the drive back and forth is the scariest time because it just is like at any moment some puke could happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I made it. Traveling with children is not great, but 
I, whatever. I did it, and I feel like I deserve a medal now, and I don't want to see them for the rest of the weekend. I basically <laughs> told that day that I'm like, after I record, I'm going to go to Costco because I'm a glutton for punishment, and then I'm going to pedicure, and then I'm going to lay in bed and watch TV. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. This is uh, probably a, a poor time to check this, just to be safe, but you're, you're editing, right? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> your plans sound great. Oh, no, I, I, editing is involved in it, but that's, you know, I've got, I've got my little my, uh, bunches of time that I have oh, set good. aside for things. Do not worry. <laughs> Thank you. Just making sure. Yes. Uh, and Meredith is a wasp killer. Ugh. Oh my gosh. This is a story Murderer. all about how, no. Um, so <laughs> last fall we hired, we have these, this like handyman company. They're the people who fixed slash destroyed my balcony, but I've, it, I don't know. I kind of have forgiven them and they also show up, which is my main criteria yes. for, for people who come to fix my house. If, since we're not all Anne and have these lovely people who come <laughs> early and are helpful and nice anyway. So they, they show up and they respond to my calls and texts so i continue to hire them so we had made like a laundry list of little things that needed to be fixed and they you just like hire them as you know for the day at a flat rate and they just fix all these things so it was pretty cool um but they noticed wasps uh, flying in and out of the eaves at the very top of the house and i've got a tutor so it's like that peak at the very top not Mm. good and i don't know yeah i don't have a ladder that goes up that high and I was like, oh, no. And they were like, I don't, I can't tell if it's bees or if it's wasps. And either way, is it good? But like, no. if it's bees, I learned that they can make a hive in your walls and then it will ruin your walls with honey like, ah! dripping ah! through oh, your yeah, walls. Yeah, I saw that on one of the home improvement shows that I was, was it Small Town? Is it the guy who's a, looks like a bear and then the teeny yes, little, and the little blonde yes. pixie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, had a, they had one where they were like, oh, there's some bees up there. And they opened it and it was like a panel that was just dripping honey mm-hmm. that came that, out like, of the house. Makes me want to faint. Like that makes me want to die. I... It doesn't gross me out, but it terrifies me the extent of damage. Like, what yeah. will that mean as far as repairing? Like, it and terrifies I also don't wanna... me the thousands of bees flying oh. in and out. <laughs> bees are, I don't know, but we need bees, right? Like, and if it was bees, it wouldn't be as easy as just calling an exterminator. You have to like, call somebody to come and save them and not I kill don't them. Need bees. In my house. Well, I don't either. <laughs> well, and this is a safe distance from me. Yeah. So, so okay. It was like in the fall, it was going to be, it was already getting cold. And it's like, all right, I'll deal with this in the spring. And now it's the spring. And as soon as it warms up, we get two things happening in the second floor. There are these giant, dumb as rocks and slow flies that show up. Oh, and I don't know oh, where they're icky, coming from. Icky. Ugh. So we get stink bugs. Ugh. And yeah, they're just the big, slow bugs, and they do nothing, and they're mostly harmless except well, you they're annoying. Well, you can't kill those because they if you smell s- Right. If you horrible. smash them, then they stink. See, uh-huh. I've been and blessed so, to not have those knock on yeah. everything. Um, I catch them with packing tape. Oh. It's cruel, but then when I smash them, it's contained. Right. <laughs> well, and so then we were getting these dumb flies, and I can't tell where they're coming from. There's nothing. I mean, they've got to be laying their eggs, which means there's fucking maggots somewhere, and I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's all disgusting. So that will happen if it even warms up a few degrees, even in it was happening in the winter a little bit. And then once it started to warm up now, we I saw a wasp on the bathroom floor, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Something needs to be done. So I finally just called an exterminator. And again, I just went with the first person who was willing to come out. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And it was actually, it was great. It was, it was, um, it was nice, but he sprayed inside and outside 
Um, and I wasn't thrilled about that, but I don't know what else to do. Um, and the, last fall, there were wasp nests in the eaves of the garage, and they were going into the casement of one of the windows in the sunroom. So I was like, okay, I have to do something about this. So they've sprayed, and they're going to come back in 90 days and do it again and make sure that everything is gone. <sighs> and they, yeah. I haven't seen any since then. I'm not scared of, like a bee I'm not I'm not one of those people that like, freaks out if I see a bee or just like a wasp I mean I don't like them but it's not but like swarms of things really mm-hmm. freak me out that's why I think the honey and the like that like like that means that there's many 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 that are right like, you can't see there. them yeah yes and I'm like Ugh. I think <laughs> we we really went through in the late 80s that time of like bee paranoia with the mm. african killer bees yes and, yes i mean is it, it continues of my girl the... i mean i think no, i was gonna say my girl. <laughs> my girl i think it was before that even because yeah. i remember hearing about you know bees from south america that could kill and strip mm-hmm. all the flesh from a cow in right. a minute or something like that yeah why swarms bees, of anything are why, great why are these bees that are eating beef <laughs> yeah that's terrifying yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I've i only been stung by a bee once. I stepped on one when I was really, yeah. really little, and that's the only exposure I've ever had. So I don't even know if I'm, like, deathly allergic. And so, you know, like I didn't really go into the attic to investigate because I didn't feel like finding out if I was <laughs> deathly allergic to wasps <laughs> or bees yet. So I, I'm just glad that that guy went in the attic and, and, and dealt with it. So Yeah, I've never been stung, so. Yeah, it's, you have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. What freak? Okay, here's another benefit of drinking Diet Coke is if you're sitting outside with the Diet Coke, the bees or the wasps, they're never going to be attracted to it because there's no sugar in oh, there. Oh, it's not real sugar. But if I yeah. drank, you know, the regulation soda, I would be so freaked out that somehow like there was a bee on the rim or a bee went inside the can and then I would drink it. I have a fear and... of that because you can't see in those cans. You don't really Ooh. know what's in there. That's like when... I lived up in north, more north Austin. I don't know why it's not a thing down here, which is weird. But we used to get scorpions in our apartment. Um, and they were <laughs> no. little. I know they were little, but like, and you could always get them. It wasn't like they were really fast or anything. But this scare was you need to look in your shoes before you put them on because right. they can like cozy in on there. That was the thing when I went to Cyprus. They were like check in your shoes before, and we had to look in our beds too. Like you had to unmake uh, the bed and look see, at the sheets. Uh, that's the thing. I don't care how little or slow they are. If I'm asleep, <laughs> yeah, I'm defenseless. They just crawl into your mouth so gently. Okay, okay, okay. Let me move on to a different topic. I forgot to put this on the show sheet again, as as is my want. But um, last weekend, I got to go see my family. You guys, yay! You're like first, I murdered some wasps. Yes, second, second, I saw my family. Oh yeah, these people I haven't seen in a, a whole entire year. So like every, all the adults in the immediate family are vaccinated. My brother's yay. a paramedic. My sister and I work slash worked at hospitals. My mom is a nurse and over. 65 and my stepdad is over 65 so those people all have the vaccines victor and olivia do not of course because kids aren't getting it yet but apparently it's yeah. it's not so bad if everyone else is vaccinated so we decided to to have a little get together and it was so it was weird but it wasn't weird it was like i'm glad that it was like with my family and not with friends or something i think it would feel stranger if it was if it was not my family um but it didn't feel uh it felt like it felt good and it felt safe um, but we, ha- we just had lunch and, um, we celebrated Victor and his mom's birthday, which are a day apart. Um, and then, you know, did, 
presents and, and carrot cake and Olivia was having an absolute meltdown when I got there. Um, she just, she was two in October um, and yeah. she's totally caught up now developmentally. And uh, she had spent the night at my mom's for the first time. Um, and then her parents showed up and she was just, it was nap time and she was tired. So she yeah. was just screaming bloody murder. And my brother was telling me how angry and violent she gets. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks it's just like a phase, you know, because she's not she's talking, but she has a hard time expressing herself and yes. finding all the words. And so she'll just kind of default to violence. And he said, if I go in there because she she didn't have her bottle. And he was like, if I go in there to give her her bottle, she's going to throw it at my head. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, that or she'll bite me. <laughs> and you're like, oh. like OK, I'm going to let you deal with that. And indeed, yes. he did. Like, he got tired of listening to her scream and 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 uh Michelle, her mom, was like, I don't think he should go in there. I don't think it's going to be a good idea. And he's like, well, we'll see. And he went in there and, of course, clunk, she hits him. <laughs> he has like a black eye when he comes yeah. back. And it uh, turns out what she wanted to do was eat sour cream by the spoonful. And they I mean, let her do that. And she was just a peach the rest of the day. Can, can you blame her? I mean, I yeah, I can't. It was it was good sour cream. So we had like taco salad or something for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that she didn't want to eat anything else. She was not really interested in carrot cake. She just wanted to eat sour cream. <laughs> whatever kid but she has this adorable like she is extreme ginger it's very curly hair it's so cute that's (laughs) so it was really really nice it was great to be able to see everybody and hopefully um as more vaccinated like my sister's boyfriend couldn't come and gregory couldn't come because they haven't gotten their shots yet but gregory will be eligible this coming week since he has diabetes and um, I mean, I'm not saying yay for diabetes. Well, no, I'm but I'm glad that, that he's. Yeah, I'm gl- Michigan is actually moving pretty fast, although there are serious health disparities in how the vaccine is getting uh, administered here. Um, so they're opening up the uh, Ford Field where the Lions play, I guess, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To as a, as a mass vaccination site with the help of FEMA. So hopefully that will take care of some of that. And he's Gregory's registered for that one. And then my sister's boyfriend's a vet, so he can get it through the VA pretty soon. So, oh, yeah, maybe he can get <sighs> some of that gorilla uh, vaccine. Gorilla. Oh, yeah. They're giving it to apes, aren't they? Who are getting yep. the virus. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. seems a little unjust, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever. apparently it's quite a different. Right, they're getting a formulation. Yeah, and they vet probably don't have to do thing. quite such rigorous trials. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they could just be like, mm, let's see if this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then let's see, what else is my news? Oh yeah, um, I planned a whole wedding in the last like two days. I planned a bachelorette party too. So good. I'm <laughs> what? glad that we. <laughs> For who? No, I'm oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so we were going to just do a courthouse wedding, but I found out the other day that Wayne County isn't doing them. They're they're issuing licenses, but they aren't doing the ceremonies. And you can't apparently get you can't do courthouse ceremonies in any other county unless like you have to live in that county. Oh. Um, because I tried like Oakland or Washtenaw or like how, but no, and and that was I didn't want to like do Meredith, a whole stop thing. Naming counties. <laughs> <laughs> there's Allegan. There's Kent. <laughs> um, and so I was like, shoot, what am I gonna do? Like we could just get an efficient, I guess. But that even that is like more planning because then we'd have to find a place and like blah 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 blah. It was just too much. I just don't want to do that. I hated wedding planning the first time around. It was miserable, and I just didn't want to do it. So I found that Zingerman's, which is like a food empire out of Ann Arbor, um, does they have a farm this adorable farm in Dexter, Michigan, and they do this thing called tiny weddings where they decorate their space and they have you go in 90 minute chunks and they just like shoot couples through and do hour and a half ceremonies, like 
you have a half hour to get ready. You do the ceremony. You get a little cake. You get a little champagne toast. They t- take like a photo. Fo- a photographer is included. They take some pictures, and then you go, <laughs> and that's it. And I was like, wow, that's perfect because they plan all the horrible things that I don't want to plan, and I just yeah. have to basically show up. I have to get my hair done, so I have some decisions to make. I have to get a dress. Because I, since there's pictures, now it's a little bit more complicated, right? Because I don't want to look like trash in my wedding pictures. So I bought some dresses online. I ordered four at once, and hopefully one of them will work with some alterations. Um, and since it's a set date, we didn't really get to choose the date. It's on Tuesday, April 27, which is Hillary's half birthday, <laughs> we found out this morning. The good thing is, is I will always remember you'll always remember because <laughs> who doesn't remember their half birthday I mean, um on. so it's a tuesday afternoon which is a little bit weird but i rented a a really nice suite at a, a cool hotel in downtown ann arbor for that night um because we're probably not going to want to drive back to detroit and it, it'll be it'll be a nice little like mini vacation we haven't yeah. taken any vacations in a really long time. Um, and so I have to, I'm going to be running, you know, some dress and hair options and jewelry and shoes by you guys because I can't, I can't make decisions wait. on my own. I stand ready to help. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so that's that. Yay. That was fun. Wedding. I remember we did that for one of the oil balls. Yes. That you went yes. To back in the day. Yes. Cause mm-hmm. I had to choose a new gown for every one of these goddamn events I had to go to. Those are probably like way more expensive than like anything now, just because those are those are so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Cost wise. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna spend. So, <laughs> the dresses I bought were extremely cheap, um, and I think I'll probably end up spending like four times more on the shoes that I get because of course <laughs> <laughs> I can wear the shoes again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam's wedding dress was a BCBG outlet clearance online. Her dress ended up being nice. less. It wasn't. It wasn't a wedding dress. It was just a white tiered dress, mm-hmm. and it ended up being less than the suit I bought for us to get yep. married in. Nice, very yeah. nice. So. I mean, what can you, what else can you do with that? They're like buy a dress that you can wear again. Well, who's wearing a like a fancy white dress any other place? <laughs> well, She's to all the other weddings I'm going to go to <laughs> to outshine the bride. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> We always thought we would dye her wedding dress a different color so that she could wear it again, but it just, you know, it just hasn't happened. That's that's yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's I one mean, of it... those nice ideas that never actually mm-hmm. comes to fruition. Right. I uh last week when I was watching Twenty Seven Dresses <laughs> on whatever, HBO Max, uh, all of the brides when she's in these various weddings say like, You could, you know, tailor it and get it short and wear it again and she's like, Totally and that li- that literally never happened. Does anyone do that? No. no. That's why I don't want to spend a lot of money on a dress. I want it to look nice. I probably will have to get it tailored. Um I have like five weeks to do this. Yeah. Um yeah. but I'm not gonna spend two thousand dollars on no. a dress I'm gonna wear once. No. It's crazy. I got a guy out here who will um shorten a pair of pants while you wait. So if you need like mm. some fast alterations, let me know. The lady who runs uh, the 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 neighborhood block association, her husband's a tailor. So if I don't go to him, I might get kicked out of my house. So mm. any better? Yeah. <laughs> um, Meredith, why don't you just take us right on through to the mailbag? Oh my gosh, you guys, let's go to the mailbag. Um, we got some really great regular mail. Um, let's start with a throw your phone that we got from. Jason Setziar. <laughs> oh, Jason Setziar. He writes us all the time. He is one of our most loyal listeners, and he says in Russian, alcohol delivery yakuts. 
Thanks, Jason CHCR. And I translated that back and forth from Russian and eventually it turned into alcohol levering Jackowitzk, <laughs> which I don't It sounds like a slur or Is something. Is he trying to sell us booze? Yeah, there wasn't even a link. No. Like, there just, wasn't a... Just weird bot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the important word got through, which is alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he knows our show, I guess. Um, we got, of course, a letter from our friend Bob, who says, here's my list of badass health ladies. Dr. Jennifer Dudna, co-creator of the CRISPR technique. CRISPR is amazing. Um, yeah. The Blackstock sisters, Ani and Uche, both physicians, both advocates for POC and health education. Ani Blackstock was an assistant health commissioner of NYC. They are black and their mom is slash was a physician. Look them up. I can't do justice to them in a few sentences. Uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, our current CDC director, is a well-known infectious disease physician and expert on AIDS and HIV, as well as work on SARS-CoV-2. Uh, Dr. Maria Antonou, the physician who treats me for sleep apnea. Oh, so his <laughs> The warmest, friendliest, funniest, and most importantly, competent doc I've seen for managing my CPAP sleep issues. I actually look forward to my appointments with her because A, we will make each other laugh, and B, she always has good advice for tweaking things so I can feel more rested. That is really important i didn't know how terrible sleep apnea could be my dad has it and he like he was looking like a corpse before he got his cpap he was just miserable he was pale he just looked gaunt and drawn and like half dead and then it's just like overnight like as soon as he got his cpap he was like oh (laughs) i'm not waking up 400 times in the night choking to death this is nice yeah my dad had it too and my mom said it caused problems for her because she would wake up and lie there waiting for him to breathe Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. it's just a nightmare for everybody and it can increase your risk of cardiovascular disease my dad has afib because of that um so anyway good on you bob for getting that taken care of i'm glad you have a good physician uh and he goes on dr ann shukat i don't know if i'm saying that right S-H-U-C-H-A-T, former former admiral of the U.S. Health Service and current principal deputy director of the CDC, a researcher and advocate for prevention of infectious disease in children. She also worked on and continues to work on COVID. She had a slight slip up when in February of 2020, she mentioned the virus was under control and contained in the U.S., but her other work eclipses that by a long shot. Hey, we all made mistakes in early 2020. (laughs) I think I was, when I first heard about COVID, I said to somebody on Facebook, look, like 4 million kids die of diabetes diarrhea every year i'm not too worried about this <laughs> oops that kind of haunts me now i said something like all these people who are flipping out about covid i bet you aren't vaccinated for the flu <laughs> well <Whoops. laughs> yeah uh and let's see dr may jemison physician astronaut engineer peace corps medical volunteer flew on the shuttle and entrepreneur and blah, she's a black blah, woman blah, what a blah, badass blah, blah. hey i got a blah. new job recently um he says good lord i could go on forever so many good women health scientists great lady show ladies thanks bob Bob. Bob. uh and then okay oh good um joanna from loudxloud.com or is it loud by loud like south by southwest probably loud by loud.com hi joe here from loud excited mark i hope your week is going smoothly i know you're pretty busy I am. New sentence. So I have something special for you. <laughs> Loud team will work for you every day to add your songs to Spotify playlists. This gives a really strong <gasps> approve. <laughs> and then there's a link to a Google group. I'm going to click the link. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do it on your work computer. 
<laughs> do you guys want a really strong? I do. <laughs> to put and our songs on really Spotify? Strong? You know, all those songs that we make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. Did somebody just mouse over it? Because I saw a... Oh, dear. Yeah, no. if you mouse over it, it gives you a Spotify... Um, Logo, don't do it. Don't click. <laughs> yes, I moused over and I hovered. Yeah. I know don't how to do hover, it. but not click. Um, oh, I see, I see, I see. So it's some sort of Spotify scam. So Ooh. great. Um, we only get real mail from Bob now, and everything else is spam. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so our our question of the week last week was, "Who is a lady health person you admire?" Bobby, do you have a a response you want to give us? I do. Uh, I could think of several, but the one that came to mind first uh, is someone who people probably haven't heard of, but that's okay. Uh, and it's Rear Admiral Rebecca McCormick Boyle. And I hope, I mean, it's weird if she hears this, but she might, she's a neighbor of ours on Mayfair Lane in Buffalo. Uh, she moved to the lane fairly recently. She's originally from the area um, and came back to Buffalo late in her career. Um, she's a badass. She basically was the Navy's top nurse. And managed all the nursing and needs of nursing and infrastructure for nursing through the wow. Navy. Wow. And she came back to Buffalo and was basically retired. She's retired from the Navy. And she was hired by one of the health systems to do like some information technology overhaul. It was sort of like just a consulting gig for, for you know, end of your career, make the most of your knowledge, do some good. And then COVID hit. And they called her and they were like, hey, so I know we, we're going to hire you to do this, but how about instead you manage and launch our COVID hospital Yikes. in Buffalo? <laughs> and she did. So like, she's basically ready to retire, done a huge career full of great things. And then uh, she basically, she worked on the nuclear medical fallout in Japan a while back when they like had wow. the, yeah. yeah, the, so she managed like the Navy hospital response to that. And so they were like, you're uniquely qualified to set up an emergency hospital. And so she did. And she ran the Catholic health hospital at, in Buffalo for, for COVID patients that they rebooted like a hospital that they were closing for that. And she just ran the whole damn thing. And everyone on the lane was just like, oh, where's... Where is she? We never see her. And I was like, that's because she's working like 18 hour days mm-hmm. oh setting up this new hospital. So just, you know, she and she's just a great neighbor and friend. But like everybody had told me when she moved in, she was like, oh, yeah, she's really good. She did a bunch of work. And then I saw the articles on it. Everyone was like, no, she's legit. So just randomly in my life, one of the many lady health peoples I admire. That's awesome. So I wonder if she knows my cousin is a hospital administrator for the Navy and she lives in wherever the Navy is in New Hampshire. Annapolis. Oh, oh, or oh, not New sure. Hampshire. I'm sorry, in Rhode Island, actually. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot more water uh, yeah. in Rhode Island than there is in New Hampshire. Yes, <laughs> uh, probably. So, yeah, cool, awesome, and so, and she can beat the crap out of all of us, which is the other thing. I mean, I hope she won't. I, I also hope she won't. We love you and your work. Don't yeah. get if she, if she's up. the rear admiral, is there like a front, front admiral? <laughs> Is that a, I don't understand. I don't know what that means either. I don't understand how any of these things work, but I did note in her bio that she was um, promoted to the rank of Rear Admiral Lower Half, and then a couple of years later to Rear Admiral Upper Half. So they really oh. have this into this quadrants. Is... <laughs> it's really getting anatomical. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so let's go on to the question of the week responses from you guys on Facebook. Um, Julie says, my mom, she was a hospital and family practice nurse for more than 30 years. When she retired from her last job, the doctor had to hire two people to replace her. Wow. That's so awesome. My mom had a kind of similar thing. She was more like a physician assistant or a, um, uh, I don't know, like nurse a PhD, practitioner. nurse practitioner. That's what I'm trying yeah. to think of. But she wasn't actually, but that's kind of how her job worked. And uh, when she retired, everyone was like, ah, what do we do? <laughs> so, <laughs> nurses are badass and amazing. Um, Anne Miner says, Emily Nagoski is a feminist sex educator who specializes in the science of how stress affects women. I got to look her up. Yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, Morgan, I will wholeheartedly support the ladies in promoting Dr. Gunter. And she links to her Twitter. Also a throwback, Sue Johansson. I love, I used to watch Sue Johansson. Like, I, I don't know what channel she was on, but she was on kind of late at night. And she was like this old Canadian lady would, that would take calls about like, she was the first like person I heard give sex advice that was from you know an older lady but it was like very frank and talked about like I I hadn't heard about a lot of the stuff and I was like wow I mean she really did kind of educate me on some stuff when I was in my early 20s I would like that better than what I got from Dr. Drew and yeah well that's what I think I was like hearing yeah Yeah. or like Dan Savage or something where I was like I don't really like this either like she was a little clinical but explained things and I don't know how sorry dad how women you know reach orgasm which is not usually like from you know penis and vagina whatever it was just it was very interesting and uh coming from an older canadian lady was like was a little i bet it was delightful yeah yeah it was great uh lane says emmanuel i don't know how to pronounce this name anyone want to Charpentier. charpentier okay that sounds nice and jennifer dudna the 2020 nobel prize winners for chemistry for their work on crispr gene editing technique Gertie Corey, the third woman to, win, woman to win a Nobel Prize overall and the first in medicine and physiology for her work on understanding the breakdown of glycogen in the body. And Rachel Levine, Biden's pick for assistant health secretary and the first openly transgender federal official confirmed by the Senate. That is amazing. It is. It's very it's awesome. cool. It's and really to think cool. about the harassment that she has undoubtedly Ooh, gone through oh in her career and still to reach this place. When, I don't know, I was listening to NPR when I was making pancakes this morning, and just, I I think I think this every single day, is I'm so glad that we're done with Trump as president anyway. Like, I'm just, I just, every day I'm I'm hearing something out of the administration where I'm like, it's not perfect, but oh my God, it's so much better. So much better. (laughs) And he's not taking up the brain space. Yeah. Like he was before. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Ann Miner, again, says, also, Dr. Sidney McElroy is doing good work promoting sound scientific principles in the context of a comedy-adjacent podcast. That would be Sawbones <laughs> that she does with yes. her husband. I he plays the, the comedy foil dubby on that show, yeah. and she plays the serious health person, and she is very good. She's very good. Um, Lucy says, Rosalind Franklin, whose x-ray work discovered that DNA was a double helix, but three men are credited first for the discovery of the structure. That was a, mm. that story is bullshit if you want to look into it. I think um, I heard about it on Sawbones. I think they did an episode about yeah, Rosalind yeah, Franklin. Yeah. Um, usually when you ask about who discovered the structure of DNA, the top two answers are Francis Crick and James Watson, sometimes Maurice Wilkins. So yeah, Rosalind Franklin deserves a lot of credit. Um, a lot of science is built on the backs of women who don't get any credit. Uh, and that's been true for a long time. So I have hope that that's changing. 
Um, Mia says, as an Ohioan, I really admire Dr. Amy Acton, the ex-director for the Ohio Department of Health. She and Governor DeWine had daily press conferences at 2 p.m. to update us on the pandemic. Avid watchers called it wine with the wine time at 2 p.m., huh? Um, she helped- <laughs> on Wednesdays only. She helped implement the policies that kept Ohio's caseload low for months. She was featured on, in, on the BBC in April and did a COVID special on CNN for Kids with the Muppets in June. She had a Facebook fan group. She quit after she was getting personal threats and had protesters outside her house. Now she may run for the Senate seat that Rob Portman is leaving. Go, Dr. Amy. Wow, scary. I know. That's amazing. I remember her name coming up. Mm-hmm. Back, in the, back in the early days, in the early days, 2020 yeah. of the <sighs> pandemic, and I hate how people are getting harassed for mm-hmm. telling the truth. And well, yeah, like they, you know, Governor Gretchen Whitmer has had protesters outside her house forever, right. and they threatened to kidnap and kill her. I mean, let's let's erase people and put women. Yes, yes. women yes. health officials yes. especially. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. There's a, are a getting harassed weird out of the jobs. Of anger towards women who are who are trying to. Sp- Speak the truth and help us not die. Um, how dare they? Uh, I feel like the governor of Vermont, Phil Schott, should do shots with or Scott should do shots with Scott. Shots of Scotch with Scott. Yep. Every every Tuesday at noon, it's shots with Scott. <laughs> Clear as afternoon calendar. I We're going to do this. It's one way to get through this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth says Marie Curie, known as a physicist, she did a lot of work on radiation, which caused her death. Yeah, they didn't know enough about radiation, quite, but she helped. Uh, yeah, that was like X-ray your feet to get your shoe size, no problem. Um, Kate says, "Do I have to say someone specific? No, or can I just say all the kick-ass lady nurses I have met in my career change?" Yeah, Kate is a new nurse. Um, just amazing people that make the medical wheels turn. Yeah, and I said this last week. It's just. Nurses are amazing. Compassionate healthcare people are amazing. And we appreciate you. And it's not unnoticed. So good answer, Kate. We're just not going to pay you. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Not that much, but, and a know. lot of people abuse them. And they get it. I think violence against nurses and health staff is one of the biggest <laughs> occupational hazards out there. Um, I know. Let's stop talking about what a dangerous job it is to be a police officer. Talk about how dangerous it is to be a nurse. Yeah. yeah. And not get paid. My mom would come home with black eyes. I mean, she worked on an adolescent psych unit. So kids, you know, freaking out and going violent. But, you know, she would have like large, you know, teenage boys attack her. It it definitely happens. And I know it happens in ho- in regular hospitals, too. So big ups to all nurses. Um you don't get paid or appreciated enough. And that's why my mom steered me away from a career in nursing. <laughs> um, Kenneth says, I would also like to shout out to Amy Shepard. She has been dealing with COVID patients in, the, in a state that is not taking the virus seriously. That would be Tennessee. I would have gone mad if I were here. Also, she is fun to hang out with and host the podcast Earbuds and Earworms. Seconded on all accounts. Yeah, she yes. is fun to hang out with. She sure she is. is. Um, she and proposed yeah, she's... to me on the boat Aww. at Will's house. <laughs> I said... I'm not getting any other offers. So. so when's your wedding? Do you want to do it? You want to double up? Well, I assume we'll have it back at at Will's house. The side of the proposal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's the romantic and since thing. Since he's to do. a captain, he can officiate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? We, it's I mean, not too late. He could come out. Will, can you pick up a flight to Detroit on Tuesday, April twenty seventh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Amy and I are hampered by the fact that she's married and I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> well, but whatever, whatever details. details. Yeah, that's academic at this point. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then finally, we get a response, a long response from Heather. 
Um, I'd like to celebrate all the badass lady nurses in my fam, all on my mom's side. This is this is a theme, I think. Um, if you're not going to be a nurse, what are you doing? This could also reflect that there weren't historically as many careers for women that weren't nurse, quite. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But instead of dissecting that, I'll just say that uh, that I come from a caregiving family with big hearts. My mom, Margaret, pediatric nurse. My aunt, Martha, hospice nurse. My aunt, Ellie, mobility care nurse. My great aunt, Mary, ER nurse. My great aunt, Carol, cardiology nurse. My great aunt, Veda, GP nurse. Wow, Heather, what a family. I mean, that's kind of like my grandma was a nurse and then a nurse educator, and then three of her daughters became nurses as well. Wow. Suckers. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, I didn't want to get all family, you know, sappy about this, but I guess I'll also mention that I admire Sam for going to work and getting harassed by sticky children all day. She is definitely a healthcare person. Yep. So... There you go. Thank you, children, for reminding Sam why we don't want to have kids. <laughs> She's like, Ugh, She's got enough on her plate. These yep. dirty kids. And then she can sub to me close children, enough. <laughs> children need an eye care professional who is not going to traumatize them about yes. eye appointments for the rest of their yeah. life. Yep. And and I had to go last week after we recorded, and it was so stressful. Did I was you like, get the eye puff? right? No, they don't do it anymore. Oh, good. God. But no, just like one or two. One or two. And I'm like, I don't, do I don't again. know. <laughs> I made do my again. appointment for in its next week, and I'm, I'm nervous already about that. I don't know which yeah. one's better than I'm going to be ruined <laughs> for a year if I choose wrong. I did tell my doctor that I get so anxious about that because I was like, I don't know. What's the right answer? I want to get an A on this eye exam. And he just laughed. I think I've mentioned this before, but um, Sam uses like um, flashcards and eye charts with pictograms on them because kids don't know the alphabet yeah. yet when they're really little and so they don't read so they can't tell you the letters on the thing mm-hmm. and um so it's like a picture of a house or a picture of a car but the picture of the phone is like a, a handset phone oh, like, like a, a rotary a, oh and, and, or whatever and kids don't know what it is I know. that's I know. funny i mean when i told bridget i didn't have a cell phone until i was 23 she was like what? How did like, you survive? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> How did you do that? So, uh, way to go, lady health people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we admire you. We sure do. Yep. Uh, and with that, we'll go on to Medium Talk. We've got something, um, an idea that we uh, started to kick around. And then we decided this is the kind of thing that we should talk about on air. This is the kind of thing where we should just work it out, do it live. Yep. Uh, so that we can engage you all in this process. And I therefore... love a good planning show. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's yes. a process story. Here we go. So uh, here's, the, here's the pitch. Uh, we would like to launch a Tishi book club. Now, Bobby, you have to back up and tell us about the book that you received <laughs> that started this whole conversation. Oh, my God. Shit. Uh, where's the picture of it? Because I, I, from, I meant to bring it with me to this, uh, to this meeting. And, of course, I forgot my book to the book club meeting. Oh, Here we go. I have so that's the role oh. Bobby's going to play, the one who forgets the book. Yep. <laughs> Can I'll I bring the Chardonnay? <laughs> but like Baker Mayfield, I'm going to bring the nacho cheese dispenser. Uh, here's the book. It's a New York Times bestseller from the late 80s called Many Lives, comma, Many Masters. And then it's labeled The Timeless Classic. The cover also has a, a summary on it. The true story of a prominent psychiatrist, his young patient, and the past life therapy that changed both their lives. Bobby, you looking into researching some of your past lives? By Brian L. Weiss, MD. And Shirley, and Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> but the new afterwards by the author. 
Um, this was sent to me earlier this week by the Amazon gods. I, I ordered something. I don't remember what else. Uh, and I went down to pick up the package and I was like, this feels big for this one thing I ordered. And sure enough, I opened it up and, and in with the other item and I'm not being cagey. I just genuinely can't. I order so much random crap. I can't remember what the other thing was. It was hemorrhoid cream, wasn't it? Probably. There's nothing embarrassing about wanting to sit down. No, you're right. And uh, also in the box was this book. And I'm just like, I did not order this book. I don't know what this book is. This book also sounds like some crackpot nonsense. And so then I uh, go back and check my Amazon history. And sure enough, it's not anywhere in my order history. And so it is. It's just Jeff Bezos, who in other ways this week has told us to fuck off. Also telling me that apparently I need to explore my past life in this book. <laughs> There's like a whole thing of like, you can buy um, lots of Amazon things that were never delivered or were wrong. And you just get these surprise packages and it's just a bunch of garbage, like just random stuff that you can buy. I've seen a couple of TikTok accounts that do that. Hmm. Like that's a fun so unboxing. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Why? Mystery crates mm -hmm. of, of Amazon nonsense. Yep. So, yeah, I've got this book. I mean, I, I can't return it because I don't have an order for it. And I could take the time to, like, reach out to Amazon customer service and be like, hey, I received this book. And I am sure that they are not going to bother wanting it back, this paperback book. So it's just kind of sitting in the apartment. And it got me thinking, I don't read a lot. I mean, I, I read a lot, but I don't read a lot of books. I read a lot of newspapers, magazines, et cetera, uh, articles. And, of course, not in physical form. I finally canceled our Sunday New York Times because... I read it on my phone and the actual papers were just piling up and yeah. I do the crossword puzzle through the app. So like, yeah, you barely need the physical one anymore. Exactly. And so like, I don't have a fireplace I need to light or something. So there's no <laughs> need for newsprint to be delivered. Once we a week. use but a I Bible thought... for that. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those chapters would go up real fast. Uh, so we should start a book club. We should read this book. And then I thought, no, we shouldn't read this book, but I sent it to you all and it got us talking about book books and book clubs and um i've actually never been a member of a book club uh in part because i have no gossip about my husband to share <laughs> and i i've never needed that wine break i guess with my girlfriends but uh we do have a, a well-read and diverse group of friends uh and it seems like something that we might embrace as a show topic and and perhaps we could do this and then have an open zoom or something well, we'll, where we'll invite everyone to come talk about these books with us. Yeah. And so here we are. The thought is, let's have a T-Sheet book club, but we need to lay down some ground rules. So before we talk about the ground rules, I want to ask you all, have you been in a book club before? And how have your experiences been in a book club? And I'll go from um, uh, how I'm going to go on the most to least housewifey. So let's start with Hillary. <laughs> um <laughs> Of course I've been in a book club. Come on. Of course I have. Um, I'm a mom with two kids. No, yeah, I um, am sort of still in a book club that I have. Actually, I think they took me off the list because I hadn't been in a while. Yeah, I think if you um, miss two meetings in a row, if you no yeah. call, no show twice, you're not a member anymore. That's just. No, yeah, and it was a random. Actually, this is why I liked it because it was a. when I stayed at home with Bridget, I had a really good friend. Or I have a really good friend, Kenzie, and she and her mom were in a book club with some people her mom worked with, some people Kenzie worked with. So it was a, I liked it because it, there were some older ladies in it to, you know, people more like my age or even a little bit younger. Um, and I was really good about attending for a long time. They lived all across Austin. So sometimes if it was up North, I wouldn't go. And it definitely, definitely is like 
a way to drink wine for sure. But like, <laughs> like you um, need it, an excuse. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I did. I liked it. Um, I would always end up having to like cram the book in at that last minute and be like, Oh shit. Like we gotta, I gotta get this in. Cause I am a loud mouth and I want to talk about it. I want to show up prepared. Um, but it was fun. I, you know, we definitely read some book clubby books. Like we read M- Michelle Obama's book, um, which actually I kind of like, cause I wouldn't have read it otherwise. Um, just because I don't, that's just, I, I just would, I just wouldn't have, not because I don't want to, it just wouldn't have really dawned on me to do it. But um, it's fun and you, I don't know, get you out of your rut. Um, and it, I mean, we did not read like super intellectual books at all, but sometimes, you know, it it's, feels good to be in the kind of a classroom setting again a little bit where you're actually talking about ideas. But, um, and sometimes it would be silly books um but yeah anyway i i enjoyed it I, I thought it was fun all right and now i'm just gonna go from right to left because i don't want to judge who's less housewife <laughs> yeah i'm anxious about man. this now but uh meredith uh book club experience i've never been in a book club um it's something that i've always kind of thought about in the back of my mind but i didn't really like the idea of like having another yet another thing to think about and have to do yes (laughs) that for some reason like ruins my day if I know I have something like an obligation even if it's like a fun thing I I could just see it turning into a like a chore I didn't want to do and a stress and I just don't need that in my life um so the fact that we could do this virtually is a lot more appealing to me because I don't have to like get dressed and go somewhere and worry about like you know, I want to drink as much Chardonnay as I want at my book club. I don't, I want to already be at home. So <laughs> I virtual did one is very time, appealing. I did one time take an Uber to book club because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? Let's just be honest. Just be honest. About yeah. What's, yeah. Like don't drink and drive. Just be honest about yeah. what's going to happen here. Well, and it's, it's weird to me that I've never been in one because I've always like, I always want to read more fiction, but I don't know what's good. And I'm for some reason just like petrified of wasting my time on a bad book. Totally. Like who can, yeah. I mean, I don't know why mm-hmm. that's such a big deal, but like, Oh, what if I buy a book and I don't like it? What, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I'm not sure why I'm so afraid of that. So having somebody else choose them or like having a support <laughs> a, a, a group to talk about it with is appealing to me. So I'm totally on board with this idea. I've just never done it before. So I don't know what to expect. And so if we do this like totally wrong or weird, like I won't know the difference. <laughs> right. yep. Some of that for me was, you know, I, I I think I mentioned when we were talking the other night, the last book I read of note that I enjoyed was The Master Switch, Tim Wu's book about the rise and fall of information empires. And like, that's a good book. And it was a good read. But it's not a fiction book. Like, yeah, I, I tend to gravitate towards nonfiction. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I, I sat down and read a fiction book from cover to cover, except for when TBTL read The Hunger Games. Mm. And, and I oh, yeah. didn't really participate in that book club, but that was like, I, I distinctly remember going out of my way to read Hunger Games and I normally would never have done that. Um, Anne, can you tell us about your book club experiences? Man, I was thinking the last nonfiction book I read was Same. Moneyball. Okay. Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Give it 20 years and Hunger Games will become the last nonfiction book. (laughs) I am definitely a fiction forward person. Uh, I have never been in a book club unless you count being an English major. Well, because I took a lot of literature classes. One big book club. Right. So that kind of is. And actually, I, I really liked being an English major for getting to read this stuff. But sometimes I found the discussions to be a little frustrating because 
I mean, I, I'm trying to think about all the things that irritated me in class. So if the people that would speak up and make the most obvious point mm-hmm. that yes. has yeah. ever because they want to hear them to anyone. Talk. Yep. And I'm like, you think this this is worth sharing? Like, I'll talk when I have something that I think is interesting to contribute. Mm-hmm. But to talk to talk is just I mean, no oh. offense, Hillary. Um, <laughs> but that's what, the whole, what are you talking about? <laughs> but that's you the whole always, experience of being in school, right? Like when you right. have discussion yes. classes yeah. and people are like, oh, I agree with that. And I'm going to just reiterate the thing that the person exactly. just said. Exactly. Yes. Well, so yeah, and and I'm I'm being mean to Hillary because the thing about Hillary is that whenever she says anything, it's always hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, no, I, but I totally agree with that. I, I'm, it, it's like the, I, I have less of a question, more of a comment and you just want to, mm-hmm. I know, just want to hear myself right. speak yes. actually. Yes. So here I go. Yeah. Someone who wants, to, someone who makes obvious points, someone who, as you said, Meredith reiterates a point that was just made and somebody who wants to make points that have absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> The substance of the yeah. book always used to irritate me, and I'd sit there rolling my eyes and think, "Why are we doing this?" Yep. So that kind of kept me from wanting to be in a book club, and also, frankly, because book club books are boring yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. I I don't read that much straight literature. I love genre fiction something that has a fun story. So I'm much more like mystery and suspense or science fiction and fantasy or that other stuff. Because I just, I know Jodi Picoult is a great author, but I just don't need to like. It doesn't sound like a fun, relaxing Like time. cry about this family's oh God, troubles, yeah. oh you know? God. I did cry. I, I like genre fiction because you can actually talk about real issues, but with a little bit of distance, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's a yeah. cut, like how Buffy is about high school. Through and the I literally of we're just talking monsters. about monsters. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it's not about slaying vampires through the lens of high school. <laughs> it's a commentary on modern vampirism, Maybe. right? Maybe <laughs> could be could be a show title. Uh, <laughs> So, and I think this is a good transition because some of us, and you're one of the folks who did this, already put some notes about this conversation, which is that we should create a set of rules or guidelines right. to make this not uh, a task, not a not a chore, not cumbersome. And the first thing you wrote here is no question lists. Could you oh. elaborate on that for us? Uh, um, well, when we th- the first thing we said when we decided on the Tishu Book Club um, is nothing that might improve us in any way. <laughs> I love that yes. rule yes. so much. Yes. <laughs> because of that, that means we are not doing any books that have a section at the back oh. that has lists of what? potential questions to discuss in your booklet. Oh, no. oh Meredith, you really oh. don't know. No, what I don't. Book clubs it's involved. So, it's so, so they just you write these part. books to be discussed in a book club. Like this is just anticipated. I, I don't. By the author or the, I, I think, the, I think the publisher yeah. probably yeah. is like, oh, you know what? This is gonna. This could tee up like a Reese Witherspoon. Oprah yeah. could or talk Oprah about book. this. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's marketing. It's all marketing, but. Gross. You know, I, I don't need something that has 25 questions that, you know, um, uh, Jennifer's conversation with Sam indicates her deep insecurity. What You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, I don't I don't need the These dumbest thing. Like, I, the like dumbest blue book essay prompts from totally. high school. Mm. They I are. Always, 
I always feel dumb because I'll read them after I read the book, and I'm like, I don't know the answer. I didn't think about any of that. <laughs> no, it was, I didn't realize that was what it was about. I thought I was just enjoying a story. Right. <laughs> and, and I think your next one's also one we should get out of the way early here, which was no one should bring a book that they personally love and want to foist upon the group. Oh, yes. Because yes. all that will do is create um, anger. Um, and that reminded me of a segment that we might bring back someday in a much more moderated and polite phrasing which was the the lrb pop culture challenge mm-hmm. it was such Wherein a good idea it, it's it a was. great idea yeah. except that if we're not careful about feelings people get up in them <laughs> and we had an issue with that uh which was you know i i don't think that issue would happen if we did it now but uh you know because we, mike's dead yeah <laughs> Can you dance around this anymore? (laughs) For what it's worth, I had a nice Zoom catch up with Mike last week. He is doing great. Um, And his project, which someday we will demystify for everyone in more detail, is coming along quite well. Um, uh, My point is right. We don't want to say it it should be new for all of us, right? That way we're exploring it together and nobody is invested in its success as a book for us. Yeah, I can imagine just like the person who brought it, like staring at everybody being like, do you love it as much as I do? Do you? (laughs) Do you? you? This has been my favorite book Mm -hmm. for my whole life. I really want you all to experience it. Nope. Sorry. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Great. Um, And uh, as long as we're plying through your list, Anne, just the something you bring to the uh, to the road trip movie shows, we should just keep here as well. Which is, that if you don't like it, don't read it. Just yeah, stop. Yeah. Fine. Yep. I mean, I think there's something to be said and something to be learned by like continuing with something, even if you're not sure that it's something that you want. But if you're on page fifteen, you're like, oh my god, again! Like, don't torture yourself. This is supposed yeah. to be fun. Yes, exactly. And I think that we can. Uh, glean has some hashtag content from why you didn't read the book mm-hmm. just as much as why you can. It, yeah, it's a whole. I, I don't want anybody trapped into reading a book. They're like, oof, this is not for me. Right. For sure. Uh, and Hillary, as our, our resident expert today on book clubs, um, you also have a couple of notes in your column. Well, and, I... And since, since you missed Jambo because yes. you were drinking with your mother, <laughs> maybe you missed some context to the conversations. I'm curious what your notes mean. Oh, well, so that is, I was like bringing suggestions of really dumb books that I had read yes. that I was like, oh, these are good. Because all I understood it as was like, like books that you have read that bring nothing to your life, but maybe you enjoyed nonetheless. And I had talked about it before because I learned, well, I didn't learn anything meaningful from open book by Jessica Simpson, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> that seems like a perfect example. <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing I, I learned from that book, and this is not a spoiler alert um, because both she and Taylor Swift have written meaningfully on this is that, John Mayer is a dirtbag. So that is basically the only like real like solid knowledge. I know. What a shocker. Um, But yeah, no, that was, I was just bringing options um, of trashy books that I have recently, recently enjoyed. There is a TBTL drop from, um, God, what's the show? Uh, Good Place, where they're arguing and. He he says your favorite book is Kendall Jenner's Instagram yes. feed. <laughs> yep. That's all I can think of when you yep. say something like that. Like I love the entire scene. It's yeah. one of the best God. ones in the whole show. <laughs> there's uh there's no there's nothing you can spoil for me from Jessica Simpson's book. I'm telling you, yeah, don't worry really about good. that. <laughs> really good. 
So uh, I, I have found um, uh, from bookish.netgalley.com 10 questions uh, to ask at your next book club meeting. Sounds this like might, an authority. This might be instructive. Uh, this starts out the worst sound at a book club meeting crickets even the most talkative of bookworms can find themselves stumped for a place to begin a group discussion that's why we've put together a list of questions that are guaranteed to spark a conversation no matter what book you're talking about Yay. yeah because we've always struggled to find things to talk about on yeah. i know i yeah. know it's we have a really a hard time getting <laughs> to that two hour mark sometimes yeah. so let's see what did you think of the ending did your opinion of the book change <laughs> as you read, read it? What did you think of the main characters? What was your favorite quote? How do you see the book's title relating to the story? Why do you think it was chosen? What theme stands out to you? What do you think the author was trying to achieve? Uh, if you were interviewing the author, what would you ask them? And finally, the biggest head scratcher, who would you cast in an adaptation? <laughs> okay, so except for that last question, they just went to my AP English class in high yeah, school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All right. So those are things we're not going to do. Nope. Nope. Although I think I mean, mo- we may. The movie the adaption. Mo- the movie adaption. One, I yeah, think that uh, oh, works absolutely. pretty well. <laughs> absolutely. I think we could get a lot of hashtag content out of that. Uh, yeah. So I think the, the general thought is we will work with you and, and you'll be shocked when the question of the week plays into this. We'll, we'll <laughs> sort of we'll crowdsource a, a book and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and we will uh, set some sort of reasonable time frame for us all. We won't announce that today. Again, we're going to come back to it and pick something. And then our hope is to open up a, a Zoom for anyone who's interested to join in. And uh, I have volunteered to moderate that. So we're going to hope that everybody who participates is responsible and doesn't vacuum their junk. Uh, <laughs> you're muting somebody. You're like, mute, mute. Yeah. You're all muted. Because we'll also record that as sort of a live show edition of tishi so um the goal will be to, to have a group conversation about it you know relatively moderated just because it'll be hard with probably the dozens of people who might participate um here's hoping hopefully uh, but our goal is to just do that is to read something together and um uh-huh. i think the other um elephant in the room is we have a pre-existing book segment on this show uh that that hillary you know generally mm-hmm. leads from her horny corner yes <laughs> And so, you know, for my personal horny corner, I'm not saying that this should or should not be a book that could be from Hillary's horny corner, but we do want it to be something that everyone will enjoy reading. And and so, you know, it should not be too intense, I guess. I want to laugh and giggle with people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think this is a great excuse for me to to just gin up and finally read one of these books. Dive Mm -hmm. in. So I'm looking at a. New York Times article, this is old, from 2008, but the title is Fought Over Any Good Books Lately. And there's an anecdote from this lady that starts the piece, uh, Jocelyn Bowie, or Bowie. We'll say Bowie. We'll think she's related to Daniel Bowie. Um, Let's see. Ms. Bowie cannot pinpoint the precise moment when disillusion replaced delight. Maybe it was the evening she tried to persuade everyone to look behind Oprah Winfrey's, oh, look beyond Oprah Winfrey's pics, and they all said, what's wrong with Oprah, she said. <laughs> or perhaps it was the meeting when she lobbied for literary classics like Emma, and the rest lady. of the group oh, was a buzz about The Secret Life of Bees, a popular bestseller. Now, this is my favorite part. 
The last straw came when the group picked the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> someone suggested the discussion would be enriched by delving into the author's source material. It was bad enough that they wanted to read Da Vinci Code in the first place, Ms. Bowie said, but then they wanted to talk about it. It's based on conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, if you uh, feel the same way as uh, Jocelyn does, I'm sorry. Get out of here. You're not welcome in our book club. <laughs> yeah. If we pick the Da Vinci Code, we're going to discuss the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I, that was the last book I listened to on tape. Like, I remember being in my car and having to, like, flip the tape over. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And it was, like, so – I was so – I think it was nine tapes. Oh, my God. I read – did I read it? I think I did, yeah. And then I watched the movies because – yes. I don't know. I was an idiot. There are three. They were entertaining. Three movies. There are three yeah. Robert. I don't Langdon think I movies. finished the movies. I think I watched the first one and I was like, okay, yeah, I I saw the, that's enough. The first one, you know, and it's Tom Hanks and whatever he was yeah. in his fifties yeah, right. with yeah. a twenty-five-year-old lady co-star, <laughs> yeah, sure. and I yeah. was like, come on. I've seen them. Sam likes them. I've seen them. They're they're yet another they're one of those fine. movies where if it's on in the middle of a Saturday afternoon and we're flipping channels and doing housework, it'll just be on in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a serviceable thing. I also don't like the shot at Oprah's book club because uh, people who are reflexively against Oprah's book club are just as bad as people who are for Oprah's book club. You know, let's take some of them and reject some of them. And she had a lot of classics. I won't forgive her for the year that she spent reading Faulkner because I hate Faulkner. I do too. (laughs) Me too. Ugh. I mean, talk about slog. I feel like oh, a lot of times women who are like, I'm not into the Oprah book club are very much like we referred to earlier as like, I'm not like a regular girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool girl. You know, I'm I'm different from all the other ladies. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, sometimes she picks shitty stuff, but then sometimes she picks like Song of Solomon or you know what I mean? She ha- whatever. She's it's almost Oprah. like books are subjective and yes. people yeah, can like what they yeah. like. It's weird. But to reject it simply because it's Oprah's pick yeah. is stupid. Yes. Not to yes. put too fine of a point on it. If you don't like the fact that Oprah has a book club. You're dumb. Yeah. She's exactly. a billionaire. What are you yep. doing? Don't see you interviewing former princesses anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do we have any other ground rules that we need to lay about? I mean, I, I think this is just generally the Tishi vibe, right? Everyone is welcome. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't want to shit on anyone. We don't want it to be work and we don't want to overthink it. And nobody needs to prove how smart they are, no. for God's no. sake. You're yeah. all very we're smart. All, we we all have very young boobs, and we're all very smart. <laughs> yes. Get it. Yes. Mine, too. I know yes. I wasn't on that episode, but, I, you know. They're very and young. You're included. Yeah. Men can get breast cancer. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's a serious thing. Everyone should, yeah. And like I said, when uh, we'll get we'll get Jeremy and maybe Will the pilot on here, and we'll, we'll talk about getting our, our stuff examined when that time mm-hmm. comes. That'd I'm still a little young for it, but, uh, you know. Camera adventures await for us, too, so we'll have our fun. Uh, good. So the question of the week would be, uh, and this is this is an open question, and everyone should uh, understand that, one, we can't choose them all, and yes. two, uh, we might just not be interested in what you picked, and it's not an insult to your likes or loves, but it goes right. back to that point about, you know, not wanting to offend someone because they love a book. So question of the week is, what should we read? And I put in parentheses Tuesday night when I wrote this, defend yourself. But what I really mean is just just give us a little bit of context for it. You don't have to gush about why you love it. It's the best book ever. Just say, hey, this is a light read. This is breezy. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What should we read? And give us a little context. 
In fact, I would prefer if you did not suggest a book that you, as I said, dearly love. Yes. Because yeah. when we don't want to do it because it sounds boring, that might make you sad. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings with this. Uh, this no. is supposed to be fun. We also yeah. have a, a long and documented history of criticizing things pretty intensely at times. Mm-hmm. And so, what? yeah, just be prepared for that. <laughs> I mean, I just think criticism is not the same as critical, right? Right. Yes. right. Right. Well, you know, you know, we we bring a we bring a certain level of uh, in, engaged thought into what we've consumed. Um, mm-hmm. we, we only dedicated a couple hundred episodes of an old yep. show to that, and uh, unfiltered so. honesty. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, and Radical... unless you're the author of the book, it's not like a personal reflection on you. <laughs> oh yeah, right. please. Uh, there's a rule: don't recommend a book you wrote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I mean, as a coworker told me that a mutual coworker once said, I used to think that Anne hates me, but then I realized she's just really direct. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, yep. Just that's that's know. a them problem, not a you problem. Yep. Right. Also, that's... I didn't. I did not like that person. <laughs> <laughs> so they were right on both counts. <laughs> yep. This is why we fear and love you, Anne. Thank you. Uh, what should we read? Please, uh, please explain in brief. Accordingly, do we have anything else we need to cover on this? So, in future episodes, we'll next week we'll we'll comb through what should we read, and then at some point we'll announce that we've picked a book and we'll give some lead time to get your hands on it, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we'll we'll set a time out into the future to to gather to talk about it. And we're just deciding by consensus. Yeah, I think we're going to decide yeah. the same way we decide everything else around okay. here, which is group committee just chat and no one until we to figure lead. it out. Okay, yeah, 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 we can do that. Perfect. Very good. Right. Uh, Hillary, you've got a recommendation for us this week. I do. When I was uh, in Dallas with my parents, we like to we like to watch documentaries together. And um, somebody had recommended this. It's a documentary. Well, it's called Audrey, and it's about Audrey Hepburn. Now, caveat: I'm not like one of those Audrey Hepburn girls. You know, like the ones where you go into their college like dorm room. You don't have, have the poster of her with the long cigarette. And- no. No, in fact, I was more of a Catherine Hepburn girl. If we're gonna like compare <laughs> Hepburns, um, but I, she, um, but the, the documentary was really, really good. I was surprised. I knew a little bit about her. I mean, I knew she kind of had to hide and do stuff during World War II. But um, she was a, a really thoughtful and just like, I mean, different looking person than the star. You know, than like a Marilyn Monroe. She was obviously very thin and beautiful but in a very in a more european different way and her life was fascinating she was so young when she died that i sort of forget how young she was she was 64 like she was or 63 or something like kind of crazy young um but anyway i really recommend the documentary and and i forget how many movies how many really big movies she was in because i think of like breakfast at tiffany's but obviously she was in my fair lady she was in the original sabrina um the last, the scariest movie, I think it's called Wait Until Dark, where she's blind. And I don't know if it actually is scary, but I remember being very scared of it when I was a little kid. <laughs> but it was it was a fascinating documentary about, like, the life she lived. And, and at the end, you know, they always, I feel like celebrities are always, like, members of UNICEF. Or, you know, they do uh, USO tours, and it's kind of bullshit. But she actually really did do a lot because UNICEF, I think, helped save her life when she was during, when she lived during World War II. Anyway, it was, I thought it was really interesting. I've got my copy of Roman Holiday actually right here. Yes. The DVD. I, so when, when the Tishi road trip gets to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there we'll eventually. Into that. God, uh, by the way, Gregory Peck was meow. He was so fucking hot. Oh God. I mean, he is like a old movie star that I am very into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll tie some balloons to the hood of the, 
<laughs> Tishi yes. car and yeah. float across the ocean. <laughs> well, up and up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we went to Perfect. space. I think we can handle yeah. <laughs> We can do Rome. Uh, and Anne, I see you put your name on the next segment, which needs to be renamed. Yep. Uh, or just eliminated. Uh, um, I guess, yeah, it's the end of an era. resentment. Uh, the shameless Amazon plug of the week is a hearty <laughs> middle finger from me to Jeff Bezos that swole Lex Luthor <laughs> with capitalism. <laughs> Pay your goddamn taxes, yes, Amazon. Never buying anything from you again. Pay your employees. Yep. So, um... Christy forwarded us a an email that uh, she got as our representative in the Amazon Affiliates program. And the subject is, your Amazon Associates account has been closed. Hello, Tishi 07-20. Okay, I didn't know that was our, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. name, but that's yeah. fine. Uh, effective today, Amazon is terminating your Associates account as well as the operating agreement that governs it. Why? We reviewed your account as part of our ongoing monitoring of the Amazon Associates program. During our review, we determined that you are not in compliance with the operating agreement. Mm. The violations include the following. Purchases resulting from special links on your site have been for personal use or have been made by your friends, relatives, employees, contractors, or business relations. <laughs> well, how the do you fuck do they think it's going to use the links? How do we avoid that? <laughs> What's next? You must stop using the content and Amazon marks and promptly remove all links to the Amazon site. Bobby, I'm not going back through oh, all fuck the old no. posts. No, they fuck can come. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Get, let's get come a cease and, and desist. It, Jeff. Nope. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah, we're going to have a new, it's going to be like, come and take it, the Amazon logo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because you are not in compliance with the operating agreement, Amazon will not pay you any outstanding commission income. Please be aware that any other related accounts may be closed without payments of any commissions. God. Amazon reserves all other rights and claims. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Fuck yeah. you. Pay some goddamn taxes. We pay for the roads that you drive all your fucking trucks on. And the airports that you drive your fucking planes into, and the services that you fucking use, like the police and firefighters and so forth. Pay me, bitch. I'm done with you. From now on, Amazon for me is the research site. And then if I find something I want to buy, I'm going direct to the seller and purchasing it from them because I'm not playing any more Jeffrey. <laughs> You ugly, cheating, divorced <laughs> motherfucker. How do you uh, really I, feel, And yeah. I love the before and after pictures of him and, like, Elon Musk, because they were such, like, nerds, yeah. you know? like. Oh, but they looked, like, normal, yes. like oh, a yes. person should look, and now they just look weird. It's almost totally like being weird. a billionaire makes you a weirdo. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, anybody who is driven by these singular pursuit of such obscene wealth i mean i'd like to be rich that's fine but to have this sort of unbelievably outsized yeah. grotesque obscene wealth i mean there's a weird brain at play there it's hard to be that rich and not have it be on the backs of people that end up oppressing oh, yes. them like i don't know yes. how you can do that without being a dick yeah i just like 
there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. I was going to say, it's just not, it's not morally right to be a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, like, even if you are, treat everybody so kindly, there's no reason in the world for anybody to have that. I think Bill money. Gates <laughs> is like the only one who's doing it slightly right by just his yeah. foundation and stuff. But everyone still hates him. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> well, given us that he's... sweet 5G in our He's in given our us all these microchips. <laughs> I can feel it coursing through my veins. Well, I was willing to look past the grotesquerie of Amazon until they stopped giving us money. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yes. them now. Fuck them. Yep. So I don't know how we're so... going to afford this show anymore, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> About that. TBD, I guess. Let's, uh, let's, uh, we'll come back to you with the admission fee for the book club. I mean, if we have kidding, to have a kidding. bake sale, we have to have a bake yeah. sale. Damn. And actually, I mean. That's not a bad idea. Right. We could totally, I mean. I'll have Bear uh, make some bread. You can make yep. some cookies. <laughs> Start shipping out our baked goods. Uh, which reminds me, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> Only those Russians would advertise with us. Yeah, oh, buying print officially. Maybe US we postage. need to start sending some alcohol to Russia or something. I don't know. Stamps.com slash fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Meredith. It's time for housekeeping. Uh, please, please, please buy stuff from us. <laughs> our, our merch, this is more important than ever. Our merch is at this show is everything.com. Click the shop button. There's some cool stuff, and hopefully, there will be some new cool stuff pretty soon. Uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and do not add our Amazon link to your phone home screen. We are taking that off the show sheet right Good now. Goodbye. We have a jam fund. Let's plug that instead. <laughs> you can donate <laughs> on our website. This show is everything.com. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby? Yep, just enjoying the silence. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I was uh, I was distracted by all the great things in the thisshowseverything.com store. Well, yeah, we need to finish. So housekeeping is going to have to change. So I didn't know really how to end it. So I just stopped right. talking. Sorry. That's okay. You're going to need a tote bag for all your books for the book club is my mm, point. So yes. you can get that there. Uh, get involved at thisshowseverything.com. That is where that store lives as well as uh, many other great things, including past episodes and that picture of Anne throwing gold coins in the air. You can <laughs> send us your feedback at throughyourphone.com, uh, which is mainly used by bots these days, but it'd be nice to see you there too. Join the Facebook group at This Show Has Everything. The show Twitter, which, uh, you know, is there for posterity anyway, is at Tishy Show. Email us at tishy at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo to that address to be featured on the show. You can fax me. Uh, your book recommendations or any body part you like at 617-354-8513. And with that, I do believe that this show had everything. Revolved around you Counting my footsteps Praying the floor won't fall through Again My mother accused me Of losing my mind But I swore 
relatively short you guys and yeah, you know why uh-huh. it's because nobody said we're gonna keep this short i know <laughs> <laughs> we didn't curse ourselves ahead of time this, this is van harn's law yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs>